Hey there, Mama, and welcome back to the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast episode 57. I'm Emily McDermott, and I am here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. I hope you enjoyed last Thursday's conversation with minimal mom of nine, Angie Whipf. I know I got a lot of inspiration about how to start including my kids in our daily routines. I found that most of the moms that I know who feel calm and confident in their motherhood are really good about delegating to their kids. It's something that I'm working on, and as I grow in this area, I can't wait to share what I've learned with you very soon. Now that school has started for pretty much all of our kids and we're well on our way into those school year routines, maybe you're realizing that some of the routines aren't working as well as you hoped they would. The great news about routines is that they're very easy to tweak and can have a huge benefit on how your day goes and your stress and overwhelm levels. So today I'm going to geek out a little bit when it comes to these three habit hacks that can help you stick to a routine. They're based upon some of my favorite habit books, which I'm gonna link in the show notes. And I'm really looking forward to chatting about how we can use the science of habits to help us in our everyday mom lives. So what do you say? Grab the notebook and pen and let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, mama. Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home, calendar, and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. I struggled to get pregnant and felt overwhelmed until I discovered decluttering could create the physical and emotional space I needed to become a mom. Now two kids later, I've transformed my life and motherhood by developing simple systems around decluttering, capsule wardrobes, kid stuff, cleaning and tidying, meal planning, time management, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. Thank you all so much for the birthday wishes. I enjoyed my 43rd birthday with family and friends. The weather finally feels like fall here in Virginia, and I'm so grateful for all of you listeners and the moms in the Facebook community that made me feel so special. If you've listened to this month's episodes, you may remember we're having a giveaway in celebration of my birthday and one year of the podcast. I'm very thankful for those of you who have already written reviews in Apple Podcasts or shared the podcast with a friend and sent me the screenshot to info at simplebyemmy.com. It's not too late to enter the giveaway because it goes until September 30th. And so far, we have three people who have been entered into the drawing for either a decluttering book of their choice or a one free hour, one free hour, free one hour decluttering coaching session with me. So go to today's show notes to find out more about how you can enter the giveaway. Okay, let's dive into these three habit hacks. As I mentioned before, I'm a little bit of a habits geek. I love reading about habits and finding out how they can help us as busy moms to free up our precious resources of time, focus, energy, and attention. Habits help us conserve those resources by automating things in our brain, which is so cool. Now, if we break a habit down into its three most basic pieces, we have the cue, otherwise known as the trigger, which prompts us to do the second piece, which is the action, the habit itself. And then the third part is we get some sort of reward for doing it. 
All three pieces are important because the more we do these habits, the more that those neural pathways become literally etched into our brains and allow us to do the habit consistently and easily. So today we're going to look at how we can set up our environment for success so that we can go through these three stages of a habit easier. The first habit hack has to do with the trigger part of a habit. When you're starting a new habit, the main issue is that it's not something that you've done before necessarily. It feels strange and foreign and you need a way to make it easier so you can remember to do that thing. So let's use part of my morning routine as an example. My boys both need to have a snack packed for their school day. And right now, because they can sometimes change their mind from the night before to the next morning, I'm asking them in the morning what they would like for their snack. Now, if I just left this to chance, I would have very hungry and grumpy boys coming home every day. So what can I do to remember? Well, I could put a reminder in my phone and I do that for some things such as taking my vitamins as well as putting out my own kids' vitamins at dinner time. But an easier way to encourage yourself to remember to do a new habit is to stack it on top of an existing one. Maybe you've heard of the idea of habit stacking before. It's extremely helpful, especially for moms, because if we're able to add it right on or before an existing habit, then it's less work or friction to remember to do that thing. So for example, I could decide that while my kids are bringing their dishes from breakfast over to the kitchen sink, I can ask them what snack they want, and then we'll go get it and pack it together. I'm essentially piggybacking this habit on top of an existing one that is done consistently every school day. Now, when you start, you may need to write down some of these ideas just to kind of brainstorm where something would logically fit into your day. In the morning, if you have a few minutes to review your day, maybe your planner, if there's something that you want to put into your morning routine, for example, it might be good to write it down or even have a temporary reminder in your phone. But habit stacking is an excellent way to free up your brain power for other things because you start incorporating it into that routine stack and it becomes second nature. The second habit hack that helps you stick to your routines is to use the power of friction when it comes to the habit itself or the action. So right, that's the second part of a habit. Now, I spoke a little bit earlier about friction, but basically when you have a habit you wanna start, you wanna make it as easy as possible and reduce unnecessary friction. On the other hand, if there's a habit that's unhealthy that you would like to change, you wanna put as much friction between you and that activity as possible so it makes it hard to do that habit. Another way that I've heard this explained by Wendy Wood in her book, Good Habits, Bad Habits, The Science of Making Positive Changes That Stick, is driving forces, which makes habits easier, and restraining forces, which makes habits harder. Let's talk about driving forces first. So driving forces is anything that makes a habit easier to do. Before I go to sleep at night, I set up my workout clothes for the next day and pick my clothes for the next day. This is setting up my environment to make the next morning easier so I can complete my habit of going on my daily morning walk. And it makes my getting dressed in the morning easier and more automated. Another example of this is for cleaning products. I mentioned this previously in episode 53, all about cleaning routines. If you have a spray bottle of all-purpose cleaner underneath all your sink vanities, it makes it more likely that you'll clean when you're in that room, maybe when your kids are taking a bath. When it comes to restraining forces, you can think about all the things that are constantly derailing you from sticking to your routines. Maybe one of these things is that you always want to snooze past your alarm in the morning. 
One idea is to charge your phone in a different location across your bedroom or even your bathroom. That way you are not only less likely to scroll before bed, but it also helps you not to snooze in the morning. Another major culprit for keeping you from sticking to your healthy habits and routines is your phone and social media specifically. For a long time, I removed Facebook from my phone because I found myself scrolling way too often. I would only use Facebook when I was on my laptop. So you can experiment with removing certain apps from your phone, even for a short amount of time to create a restraining force that keeps you from those things that are derailing you and helps you stick with your routines. Okay, so we've talked about two habit hacks so far. The first one is habit stacking to make it easier for the trigger, which is the first part of a habit. And the second is using the power of driving and restraining forces so you can set up your environment for success and make that habit easier to accomplish. The third habit hack to help you stick to your routines has to do with the third part of the habit, which is the reward. How do we make sure that we continue a healthy habit? We need to experience the benefit of the habit and enjoy that dopamine effect that comes from completing it. Oftentimes, however, we're so busy in our crazy schedules that we don't take time to celebrate our wins, not even the small ones. So I recently heard about a concept from Mel Robbins, who's a very well-known speaker and podcast host and author. She wrote a book called The High Five Habit, which talked about why it's so important to celebrate when things go well, no matter how small those things might be. Mel actually recommends looking at yourself in the mirror and high-fiving your reflection. Now that might sound weird, but it's backed by science about how things are hardwired into our brains. Think about what we experience when we are normally high-fiving other people. We're celebrating, we're telling them, you've got this, way to go, you can do this. And the same is true for us. So I'm gonna link to Mel's book and a short video if you're curious about learning more about the high-five habit because it really does work so we can actually celebrate our wins. So for example, if you've been struggling to remember to defrost something for dinner the day before, and let's say you're able to remember to do that for two or three days in a row, let's celebrate that. Definitely high-five yourself in the mirror, but maybe you could also write it down in your planner and keep track of your wins. I review my wins on a monthly basis and it's super encouraging. Or maybe you could treat yourself with a Starbucks drink for completing five days without getting takeout food. There's lots of ways to celebrate, but the point is that the way our brain continues to want to complete a habit is if we have a positive feeling from completing it. So take time to celebrate those small and big wins, which will help you stick to your habits and routines. So to recap, by using the power of habits, we can make our daily lives easier and stick to those new fall routines that we're trying to put into place. So let's review these three habit hacks. Number one, use the power of habit stacking by adding a new habit on an existing one as you're building out your routines. Number two, use the power of friction, specifically driving and restraining forces to make habits easier or harder depending on your goal. And number three, celebrate completing the habit, no matter how small the win, so that you're more likely to stick with it. I would love to hear more about how you're using the power of habits to stick to your routines. Come on over to the free Facebook group at tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm. On Thursday, I'll be bringing you a special conversation with my friend Molly Dongia from This Evergreen Home, all about her go-to strategies to make life with four littles more enjoyable 
and finding contentment in motherhood right where you are. See you on Thursday. Bye for now. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed, in fact. But 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. An Apple podcast, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.